Welcome to I'm Absolutely Fine, the podcast from the Mid-Alt that looks at all the glamour and indignity of being a grown-up. If you listen on the Entail app, that's E-N-T-A-L-E, photos, links and videos of what we're talking about will pop up as you listen. Have a look. Hello. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Hi, Emily. Hi. How are you? Well, I'm absolutely fine, but I've (laughs) I've got an itchy ear. And uh, and I don't know what that means. I'm hoping it means great riches, but actually that's itchy palms, isn't it? Yes, itchy palms mean money's coming, doesn't it? Yeah, so itchy ear probably means something fucking terrible is on the way. Well, you said you had an itchy ear, so I, I secretly Googled it. Uh-oh. Well, it means one of two things, generally. Either a fungal infection. <laughs> There's always a fungal infection. Just to add to the glamour. <laughs> or in the Bible, it signifies somebody who is determined to live according to their own beliefs and doctrine and is deaf to, you know, received wisdom. Oh, okay, that's interesting. So it just shows what a fucking crazy individual you are. Oh, well, wild and crazy. But listen, I'm incredibly biddable, so I think that's really unlikely. Anyway, so it's probably a fungal infection, so great. Thank mm, you. Thing is, you're incredibly biddable until you're not. Well, that's also true. There's a secret backbone. Annabelle, how are you? Uh, mad. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Rarely madder, actually. It's all I'm rubbish, you know. isn't it? In terms of trying to keep your pecker up. Anyway... In an attempt to keep my pecker up, I started going for walks. And historically, I would always refuse. I hate walking. And then I started running. I was like, I'll run, but I won't walk. I mean, I, I, I mean, I won't walk anywhere. I'll drive, I'll do anything, but please don't make me walk. Someone once sent me video footage of you walking, as in, as proof that this actually happened. <laughs> Where was I going? <laughs> just, just along somewhere. Oh, yes, I remember that. In the country, I was swearing and muttering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now I take my swearing, muttering, walking to the park every morning and I storm around in order to try and, you know, widen the gap between me and an asylum. But the trouble is, <laughs> things don't always work like that, do they? So I know I'm in trouble because I check my step counter every time I make a cup of tea. It, you know, it started as a way of gently exercising because everything was closed. But now I watch the steps tick up and I think at night, you know, it's raining. Is it too late to go for a walk by myself around the murdery path? <laughs> Or should I just do it? You know, it's important to stay healthy. It's important to stay healthy. I'm like, I'm like Forrest Schlump. <laughs> it's important to stay on top of your steps. But maybe this is just part of, of stressmas behaviour. Happy stressmas, by the way. Happy stressmas. It's beginning to look a lot like it. Oh my God. What else are you doing, stress? I'm doing a lot of stress trying CBD oil. Because I've had so many people email me or text me, literally in caps. This has changed my life. CBD has changed my life. And I'm like, okay, all right. And I've so far avoided it. So I've been trying some different kinds. And I'm just worried that it's not going to change my life. How do you feel? Um, I mean, I've been doing so much work on trying to get myself into a better place than I have been lately that it's hard to tell what's making me feel better i am feeling but i'm not going to say it out loud no 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 no. why would you do that (laughs) you're not an idiot (laughs) do you know someone actually emailed us and said we're listening to your back listening to your podcast in january 2020 when we actually said it's gonna be a great year we're going to dare to say it out loud (laughs) so i'm not saying anything but you know maybe it's the cbd oil maybe it's the therapy maybe it's the walks maybe yeah exactly maybe it's caffeine maybe i just don't care anymore i've been uh stress watching the crown so i've been watching the crown like everybody else but in tiny micro increments (laughs) 
so rationing it to myself for so 15 minutes of time, partly because I know that I feel that part of me feels that when I finish the crown, that's it. The vortex lies beyond. But partly using it as a stick to beat myself with. Literally, I sat there the other night and thought, no, you piece of shit. You don't deserve the crown. Really high production values. Really good writing. No, you have to watch another repeat of first dates. You're not good enough for the crown. And I could feel the thrum of that happening underneath. I understand that using things like that to punish yourself. But the crown? I know. Well, whatever's oh. to hand at the moment, frankly. Um, the other thing I'm doing in a stressful fashion is measuring everything. <laughs> and it's like, I'm just permanently attached to a tape measure. I think it started off with like, with frames. Like, so it's that season where you start printing off pictures in a kind of like... I know, don't you think, <laughs> I, am, I am too old to continue to get every single measurement wrong. Just think, oh, I'll wing it, how hard can it be? And every time nothing fits and nothing everything fits is, exactly yeah. it's all completely wrong and I end up going is it inside the frame or outside the frame you know like a sort of lunatic anyway so and also I'm only just comfortable enough with the tape measure to press the thing without wanting to drop it you know the press the thing that makes the the thing shoot Slice back your finger yes off. exactly I mean that's just like one of the many injuries that one gets anyway anyway I started measuring like sofa spaces and chairs as if we are going to remodel our sorry it's room. just Speaking of injuries, I've just remembered that you showed me, she, Emily proudly showed oh, me yes. yesterday, her first ever axe wound. I have got an axe wound and it was from chopping, which... Not a euphemism. <laughs> oh my God. It's true, not a euphemism. No, I have a genuine axe wound from a small axe while chopping kindling. And I feel like I'm, you know, a, a, like a mountain ranger. Because you're the type of motherfucker that chops kindling and doesn't buy kindling. No, well, I didn't realise that you could buy kindling. And I mean, I just don't live in a house where there is chopped kindling. And I'm, I will for fully not fucking axe myself again. Because you'll buy kindling or because you now know how to not axe yourself while chopping kindling. No, no, no. I, I, don't, think, I don't think I can chop kindling safely. You can't slice bread. <laughs> so that should have been an indicator. I, I try and convince everybody it's because I'm left-handed, but actually it shouldn't really make a difference. Is there, is there such a thing as a left-handed or a left-hander's axe? Probably. I mean... Well, you maybe know. that's a little Christmas present for you. <laughs> exactly. No, I don't me. want to axe anything anymore. Stress fooding. Oh, okay. Yeah, so stress fooding is different from stress eating. Stress eating is just whatever you can get your hands on, right, which we're all familiar with. Food's become a sort of mood-altering problem this year. There's something that you might need to eat, but quite specific, not just, you know, a packet of hula hoops, but a certain kind of bone broth, which you also might find yourself compelled to make, which is about two days work, <laughs> um, salivating over cookbooks with post-its. Buying many, many very expensive organic butternut squashes because you're going to do you're going to do what exactly? <laughs> I mean, don't look at me. I'm absolutely Smoked no idea. paprika, <laughs> maybe. It's so true. Do you know what I discovered the other day that frying baby bells are delicious? <laughs> Fried baby bell. Anyway, there you go. Oh, that's really wrong. It's so wrong. And I, I have to say, while I was eating it, I was sort of. I was so happy because it was so delicious, but also really sad because it's, <laughs> it is so wrong. Do you know what I discovered equally filthy as delicious the other day? It's fried leftover pasta. Is it? Yeah, it's got tomato sauce or bolognese. Well, you put it in a frying pan. You have to have the patience to leave it for a bit so it goes crispy. And then you can turn it over like a sort of broken pancake. It'll, and then it's just... Oh my God, this has suddenly become like a Nora Ephron book where we're talking about life and stress and then suddenly there's a recipe. Stress fooding, see? I'm loving it, absolutely. And also, how is your... I'm sort of stress epilating. Yes, it's hard to know how, how I feel about the hair on my body, what with it being 2020 and winter. 
all of the above. So I, I let my arm hair grow, like my underarm hair grow to a kind of like, not quite Julia Roberts, Notting Hill, um, if anyone remembers that reference. At the premiere. But at the premiere when she lifted her hand up to wave and literally the nations, the whole world collapsed. Yes, the world exploded. Because <laughs> she had underarm hair. And it must have been a deliberate statement because you can't actually let it grow that long without really neglecting it, having tried over lockdown. And not, not, not just neglecting it, really deciding that's what you're going to yes, do. Yes, exactly. Like well it's a full choice. Her. Well done her. Anyway, roll on a thousand years because that does feel like a thousand years ago. I didn't shave for like three weeks and it was quite, it was quite weirdly satisfying, like having a kind of like a pet <laughs> underneath my arm, but also quite oddly sort of, I don't know, maybe too organic. I know, didn't know whether to be proud of yourself or disgusted by yourself. Which is basically, I think, my status 90% of the time. Absolutely right. Yeah. There is, there Particularly is... now when we're in a, a, a position where we're, I mean, I've forgotten how to be, how to present to the world, how to get dressed. I went out to dinner last night and bumped into some people who were not in my household. And it's a conundrum now because you can't hug, which is a tragedy for you, although slightly a relief for me. So we've all come up with alternatives to a hug or a handshake. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, beginning with, you know, uh, a a sort of strange slow-mo elbow bump, partly slow-mo to be slightly camp, and partly slow-mo because actually it's quite hard to actually make sure the tip of your elbow meets the tip of someone else's elbow yes because otherwise precision articulation right? yeah because otherwise if you could like miss a high it's like missing a high five it's like incredibly lame yes. yes also i think it's almost like a hostile move as well it's like if you stick the elbow out it's guaranteed no no contact because i have noticed that some people do still want to like look like they might be going on for a hug and that's actually incredibly panic inducing um i think a lot of people are hugging and i'm i i'm not so into it but i'm a lot of the time if i bump someone in the park too shy to say no please so i just hold my breath do you hold your breath mm. but i sort of end up doing this weird like robot move where like i'm kind of ducking robot yes exactly where i'm like oh moving to the side like peter crouch you know, his football celebrations. And it's sort of like, what am I doing? And then they start doing it. It's incredibly just, weird. Oh God, what's happened to what us all? Who the fuck are we? And there's nothing nothing to say after that, really. Like, you could try Dr. Spock live, live and prosper <laughs> fingers. You know, solemn face, fingers divided. <laughs> you know, just, 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 just say you don't understand. You no longer understand human emotion. Which is, which is completely true. Or you could curtsy. That's the crown effect. <laughs> Sink to the ground. <laughs> Like Margaret Thatcher so slowly and so reverently. I know it was bliss, Gillian Anderson's curtsy in that. Yeah, so mom. Mom, mom. A little dance? You could do a little a little dance if you can't shake hands or hug? Yes, I could do a little dance. Also, have you tried the Hoff finger guns? <laughs> She's doing it now. She's doing the David Hasselhoff finger <laughs> guns. Like I feel like they're actually they're actually a solution for almost everything right now. It's like, do you want Nando's? <laughs> Sorry, butternut squash risotto. Shoot self mode. There you go. See, we're actually here to talk about some beauty stuff to try and take a little bit of stress and inject a little bit of something lovely into your Christmas. I've been rootling around in my drawers. I'm so excited to see what I can find. So, you know, take what's useful and leave the rest. And I'm wondering where to start. And I'm going to start with something that never fails to make me feel happy. Well, that is the where where we should begin. Mm, not a bad place to start. Chanel number no. 5 deodorant. Okay, that just sounds like the most, like, luxury thing ever. Yeah, it's lovely. It's lovely. It's not, it's not sort of crazy money. It lasts a long time. 
Um, it's in a very chic white tin, as you would expect. Now, I never feel that I am enough, good enough, Marilyn Monroe enough, something enough to wear the actual number five scent. It's a lot. It's a lot, right? But this is a more powdery, lighter version. And so if I wear it without wearing any other scent, I just sometimes get a whiff of somebody I want to be. Well, that's great. I, especially with my underarm hair. <laughs> that's what I want to be. I mean, it would have an absolute party in your <laughs> underarm hair. Um, but it's a lovely thing. And it's given me a real boost. I, do, I, slight, I don't save it for best. I save it for when my need is greatest. I really like the idea of us being so micro at the moment that we could find deodorant that would just make us feel just a tiny bit happier when mm. we needed it. Mm. Like okay. SOS, just a spray. Because actually, let's face it, you know, we can't make any big changes. So it might as well just be deodorant. But also, I think what's really come into play recently is the stuff that you use every day. It's not like we're putting on, oh, I've got that fabulous chest. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I have any clothes that I could even fit into or feel like a normal human woman in. But, but you know, or, or, or I'm going to put on that pair of heels. Or, you know, there's none of that. And you're not shopping because there's nowhere to go and no one's got any money. So it's these small, everyday... That's why food is, is kicked in, like yeah. really good food. And emotional support clothes. I mean, regular listeners will know that both Annabelle and I are wearing our regular support. I'm wearing my cords and you're wearing your therapy jumper. Therapy jumper. <laughs> That's where we're at. My cornflower blue therapy jumper, which is stained and covered in holes. It's almost an act of self-harm now, but I'm refusing to take it off. The other everyday joy, uh, and this is an affordable joy, is Sopa Dupa. It's a really good sustainable brand. And it does mostly creams, hand washes, body washes. And the green bottles are made from recycled, semi-skimmed milk bottle tops. I don't know how I know that, but I know that from somewhere in the midst of time. And anyway, my favourite one is the Sopa Dupa Coconut Body Wash. It's got shea oil, it's got orange oil, it's got coconut water. It's pretty much completely natural. And it's such a boost. It's not a cloying coconutty scent. You know, sometimes coconut scents can get a bit too Malibu and Coke and a bit too sweet. And a bit... This is just, basically, it smells of hope. Yeah, I, I totally, we use that and it's incredible being both sustainable and delicious. And it does make you feel, I don't know, like you're sort of away. Yes, exactly, which is all we need to feel right now. And it's, um, I think, for a big bottle, about six quid. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, an ill fish. <laughs> yeah. What's that? A six quid. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Pull that out of your ass, didn't well, you? Well, there you go. Well done. <laughs> Thanks. And seeing as we're in the bath, there is a Can new... I be in the bath all the time? You can be in the bath with me. Okay. Um, there is, a, and I wouldn't say that to just anyone, <laughs> almost anyone, but not absolutely anyone. Okay, so there's a new brand out, being sold at Boots, called um, Aroma Active Laboratories, and it is a baby cousin of the very distinguished and more expensive Aromatherapy Associates. Can I just say you really have got my attention now? Yeah. The words Aromatherapy Associates and boots and cousin. And I'm cheap. Not, and cheap. I'm just getting so excited. <laughs> I love that cousin rings your bell. <laughs> I'm not going to ask. Um, so uh, it's affordable. It, the packaging is, again, it's sustainable, but it's really nice, sort of slightly apothecary. You know, it, it's, it's lovely, clean packaging. Can I smell it? Yeah, you can. This, well, like, they've got a whole range, everything ranging from, ranging from balms and creams through to um, uh, Epsom salts infused with all sorts of valerian and delicious. But the thing that I've picked out is a muscle recovery soak. Now, listen, you don't need to be sort of Usain Bolt to use that. Oh, my God, that smells so good. Yeah. It smells therapeutic, doesn't it? Look, it's also got phytocannabinoids, more CBD. Um, yes, we love a bit of cannabinoids, don't we? 
Yeah. Um, it's got it's got many delicious things in it. God, it's delicious. Yep. And it's just going to just, you know, it, it, yes, it's a muscle recovery soak, but who isn't unbelievably tense? Yeah. It doesn't have to be that you've gone and done, you know, hot yoga for three hours. You know, this has got turmeric in it, which has got anti-inflammatory properties, which we all need because everyone I know is from the, from the wear and tear and the stress, their backs are going, their shoulders are going, their ankles are going. It's got rosemary, which has got, it's a, rosemary is a, 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 an antioxidant and you think it's very peppy, but it's also very, very soothing. And it stimulates your body and your mind just a little bit. If you buy into this stuff, which I sort of do a bit, it's not going to do you any harm. Just, you know, just wakes up your mind a bit. And I'm very, very stuck in a rut now with my thinking and not in a fun way. It's got cinnamon. Who doesn't like a bit of cinnamon at Christmas, um, which is anti-stress and anti-stiffness. It's got ginger. So it's going to invigorate you a bit, but not keep you awake at night. I'm really into this. It's great as well, because actually just holding the bottle, I know it sounds ridiculous, but it feels very responsible. Doesn't it? It's a <laughs> sensible choice. It's like, oh, OK, this is going to make... So you know I sort of trust what it has in the bottle. Well, I think you can in this case. It's right. got a good provenance. And I think... That, and also for Christmas presents... Lovely. This stuff, just, you know, if you swing by boots, this is a, this is a good way to go. Aroma and active. And price-wise, it's doable. Aroma active laboratories. Into it. Into it. I've got two cleansers now. Okay, great. Because cleansing is like basically the only thing that matters, doesn't, isn't it, really? Well, I don't know. It was the only thing. But I've got a theory that if you don't cleanse right, then any of the other, you know, all the effort you make to put the expensive unguents on your face after that, you know, it, they're not going to go in if you're all clogged up with grime. So I've got two for different moods because I don't use the same cleanser every day. Now, the first is from a little brand, a little local brand called Neighbourhood Botanicals. And it's, a, it's, it's an oil-to-milk cleanser called Face Off. And this knocks every balm I've ever used out of the water. Because apart from anything else, it actually takes your face off. So, you, you know, you, you just put a couple of, couple of pumps in your hand. You, you, you rub it in all over your makeup, all over your eyes if you're wearing mascara because you've been on Zoom because obviously you haven't been anywhere else. And, um, and then you get a hot, a hot cloth, hot flannel, which I'm super into, and off everything comes. And, you know, sometimes I'll just leave it at that. There's been a sort of oil free trend over the last decade or so people have been using stuff that more often than not will strip their skin if they overuse it this is gentle particularly in the winter you know it's freezing outside the heating's blasting away we're all super stressed i really like this stuff and again it's not expensive it's not nice when you cleanse actually and you suddenly feel that slightly drying like that immediate dry feeling yes exactly and you're like Half of me is pleased because I know it's cleaned and the other half of me is panicking because I don't know what other what my support act will be next. Yeah, exactly. Your skin's just asking you for stuff because yeah. you've taken stuff out of it. Yeah. And then if I'm feeling a bit sort of spotty or a little bit more oily or a little bit more like my skin needs treating rather than just cleaning and soothing. Now, now I'm a massive Dr. Dennis Gross fan and historically my favourite more active cleanser has been his Alpha Beta cleanser. But he's got a new one called all-in-one cleanser with toner um, and this will actually refresh refresh your complexion because you put it on for 10 seconds if you've got some normal skin and rub it in and up to 30 seconds if you've got slightly oilier skin so it'll it'll get rid of, of the oil that's that's causing you problems get rid of pollutants makeup doesn't dry your skin out because it, it has got hydrators in it and it's got antioxidants in it and it's got botanicals that leave skin feeling sort of loved really so not tight or dry but it also it prevents the need to use a toner 
Well, that, I don't like using toners particularly. I don't know why. I've just still got that sort of... Well, there are toners and toners. That and clear still to... vibe from when I was sort of 17. Yeah, or the, or the Clinique clarifying lotion that yeah. we were all devoted to. And really, it was, it was more often than not like nail varnish removal. Yeah. But toner does have a place. Um, particularly if you want to get rid of all the dead cells that are sitting on top of your face and making you look dull and exhausted and not doing your pores. If you want to excavate your pores, there is a place for toner. And um, and glycolic is your friend here, and so is salicylic. They're both acids. Don't be afraid of acids. Remember that hyaluronic does a different thing. It gives you hydration. These things are slightly different. So there's a multi-acid resurfacing toner lotion. That sounds quite hardcore, but actually it's it, it, it's gradual and easy. I mean, that's really genuinely that. Like, I would be, ter- like, if I was in a shop and saw that, I would be like, no. Oh, that is not for me. Well, I think people are scared of acids. You just need to do a bit of Googling and work out what they do because actually they're your friend. And this one that I've got here is a particularly good one. Um, and it's from Beauty Pie. Hey, our friends. Yeah, it's called Dr. Glycolic. Um, and it's called Dr. Glycolic Pore Purifying Glow Toner. You don't use it every day. You use it like two or three times a week. Very good for oily or acne-prone complexions. If you've got people in your life who are younger and a bit spotty, I don't mean 15, I mean like 21 then this might be a, a very good way to think about minimizing, minimizing breakouts and just renewing that really troubled skin. Um, it's got vitamin B3, which improves the appearance of large pores, but doesn't accelerate sensitivity. And, uh, and Beauty Pie, which is just revelatory in terms of its breadth and its authority. By the way, guys, we have a discount code for you. So if you go to, because they're our friends. So if you go to Beauty Pie and you type in the code Me you get your first month's membership for free and you get access to everything they've got going on, which is very much worth taking a look at. But Dr. Glycolic is, um, is, is a good way to go if you're feeling dull. And I am feeling dull. Yeah, dull in, dull out. Dull in, dull out. And I tell you what else I've discovered as I've been looking in the, you know, not looking in the mirror, looking in the Zoom camera, mm. is Primer. Ooh. And the queen of Primer, the, kind of the original queen of Primers, was Laura Mercier. And she's looked at her primers and she's modernised her primers and she's got a whole range that have come out again that do all sorts of things from hydration to all sorts of things. And my favourite is um, Laura Mercier's Pure Canvas Primer, largely because it blurs. Just that word. It blurs. Um, and one of, the, one of the nice things about it as well is that you, you, you put it on, you give, um, you give your tinted moisturiser, your foundation, almost something to adhere to. So whatever you put on next stays on for longer. And also it slightly sucks up oil. So it doesn't dry your face, but it means that, you know, as the day goes on, you get shinier. Yeah. It happens less if you use a primer. And I really like this primer. So do you put it on after moisturiser? Yes, where would it fit in my skincare, in my routine with my tinted moisturiser? Before. before. Okay. So before Future Dew, that's my Glossier favourite. Before. Okay. It is the, well, actually in a way, actually, let me, instead of. Instead of. Okay. Instead of. Um, because that is, that's the future, the Glossier Future Dew, which is an amazing product, is a, is a sort of skincare makeup hybrid. Fine. So that is, that, that is where, um, that is where a serum meets almost a highlighter. Okay. So it gives you that amazing glow, and I'm and I'm a massive fan of that. But if I want to look a little bit less dewy, yeah, and a little bit more slick, not I don't slick's the wrong word. Obviously, that sounds oily. A little bit more polished. 
then um then I then I go then I go for this. It's the the, the, the primer is the welcome mat for your makeup really. Okay. For everything that happens after that. Speaking of makeup <gasps> makeup I feel like such a kid around makeup still when I look at Well I'm glad you feel like a kid because I've been looking sort of you know in, in slightly younger places for makeup and there's this rather wonderful makeup influencer called Jamie Genevieve. She's Scottish She's on Instagram. She's all over Instagram. And she really knows her stuff. She's not a sort of ignorant influencer. She's an authoritative influencer. And she has released a range of makeup, which has slightly got Tom Ford ripoff packaging. But, you know, what's not to like about that? It's incredibly good. And it's very good for grown-ups as well. So I'm looking now at two things that I want to tell you about. So the first is a brilliant eyeshadow palette with every shade that you might need for every day looking like a fully functioning human woman or if you ever go to a party again and maybe even want to experiment a bit. You know, there are shimmers, there are mattes, there are buff colours, there are goldy colours, peachy colours, chocolatey colours. Um, it's called the Essential Palette. It's interesting because I look at that and I look at and I see possibilities. It's quite exciting. That. Even you and you're scared yeah. of eyeshadow. Lots yeah. of people are scared of eyeshadow. This is, it, it's excellent. It's, an, it, you know, it's going to last a long time. They've got nice big shadow bricks here. It's nicely pigmented. It's not going to fall into lines. It's not going to fall off your face. And it is very similar to an eyeshadow palette done by one of the big, big brands. I think it's YSL. This is 43 quid. That's 108 quid. Um, and again, if you've got to buy presents for teenagers or anybody, um, I mean, listen, I'm 46 and I'm using it. This is very good. And the other thing that um, her range is called Vive, by the way, um, that, Genevieve, that Jamie Genevieve does, is a, a few very good nude lipsticks. Nude lipsticks are hard because your nude is not my nude. Your nude might make me look chalky, washed out, ruddy, dated, any of those things. There are just a few. They're really nice formulation. The one that I like is called Treasure because it's not too beige. It's got a little bit of warmth in it. Um, and it's uh, really, and it very good with a sort of 60s eye, with a bit of liquid eyeliner. Wheel that out. Why not? Let's have a laugh. Um, and the way to nail nude lipstick for me is with a really good lip liner. Don't be afraid of lip liner. You're not going to look like something out of, you know, an 80s magazine, particularly if you use something like Charlotte Tilbury's Lip Cheat. When I think of lip liner, all I think about was the, is the dark lip liner that we wore, you know, sort of Posh Spice era, kind of, that's it, really. You need to forget that. <laughs> okay, forget it. Because that's, that's not where I'm pointing you no, towards. No, of course not, my God. Largely because I'm on your side. Yeah. <laughs> um, Charlotte Tilbury Lip Cheat is, I mean, it's, it, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a sort of lip colour. She does a pillow talk one, pillow talk one and two, I think. Again, that gets a little bit more, that gets a little more rose into it. I like something that's quite brown um, and warm with a nude lip. You just look like you've got a better mouth and, you know, and, and, and sort of almost like a take on the world. I think finding, oddly, you have to, as I always say, you have to have a lot of therapy to be this shallow. Finding a really perfect nude lip is quite empowering because you can finish yourself off <laughs> and we're all for that and we are all for that speaking of finishing yourself off <laughs> we're we're kind of finished <laughs> we are you i mean everybody listening will have will, will know will have been tracking us and know that we're pretty done well on the corona coaster of insanity followed by just sort of you know defeat yeah followed by misery yes followed by stressmas <laughs> exactly so, so what we're going to do is we're going to leave you to your own personal stressmas and we'll see you on Boxing Day. Yes, for a bumper Boxing Day special. Full of jokes. Absolutely. 
So many jokes. It's going to be all the jokes. When are we going to write the jokes? <laughs> we're going to write the jokes now. <laughs> We've got to go because we're going to write the jokes. <laughs> we'll see you on the 26th. Yeah, we will. Lots of love, everybody. Lots of love. Bye. You've been listening to Annabelle Rifkin and Emily McMeekin of The Midult. Our book, I'm Absolutely Fine, is out now. If you like what you hear, please rate, review and subscribe. And we'll just leave you with this thought. Jingle all the way, because no one likes a half-assed jingler. Jingle all the way.